Welcome back in. Hour two of the Jim Davis Show. Buckeye and Baked Goods with you here. A B-Team edition on your Monday. In for Jim. Jim back on Wednesday. He'll have you through the rest of the week from there. We'll get your thoughts. You're good. You're bad. You're ugly on the Chick-fil-A text line. Got some uh, texts standing out there. We'll get those in just a little bit. Uh, 970-242-1340. Get those in here to us right now. What did Fraser used to say? We're here. And, and we're, we're listening. listening. So you can do that. Uh, you know, if you've got a you got a good call, bad call, you can participate as well. A prep star, a mighty mav, one all, both genders, whatever you want to do. You can get those on the Chick-fil-A text line as well. We got the number game coming up in a little bit. You can play that. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot available to you if you uh, want to come uh, come in and uh, participate in the show. Be part of the in crowd of participating on the Jim Davis show, the B-Team edition with uh, Buckeye and Baked Goods, Cake, Elton Yon, Tired, Friends in the Afternoon Snooze, Copernicus, whatever you want to call him. I missed about half over there. So still though, yeah, still quite a quite a litany quite of an, nicknames you have earned for yourself. An exhaustive list, yeah. For, there's not a really an exhaustive list as well. Um, AJ streaming's all screwed up. The buffering is bad. Okay, um, that's unfortunate. We'll uh, we'll tell our IT department who will tell us it's not supposed to do that, and then not do anything about it. So that'll be fun. Dylan, good Broncos win. Bad the Avs. Yeah, yeah, one great. Yeah, ugly Mahomes throwing a childish fit at the end of the game. We'll talk about that in uh, Good Call, Bad Call. Ooh, all right. Uh, let's see, who who is this? This is Eric, Horizon High School grad, sending us the picture of the Dodgers' new concession prices. The Dodger dog now costing $300, which is probably more accurate than not. Bird dog, bird family insurance, getting in on this uh, Monday morning. Uh, because uh, his busy time is over, right? The Medicare a, uh, annual election period finally wrapped up. Good, good. Now it's now it's a calm time, which is never the case. Right. Uh, the scary part about the Otani contract is the Dodgers will make a profit. Yeah, it's probably true. It's probably true. Uh, this from uh, Die Hard, the good, an RMAC team advancing to the national championship game in football. Oh, yeah, they're still playing football. The bad Jerry Judy and his inability to make plays that should be made by an NFL receiver, the ugly, the Vikings, and the Red. What do you mean? You're not a fan of an NFL football game having as many scores as the MLS Cup final? Somebody took the over. Yeah, was it nine and a half? Was that the over? Just kidding. It was a little... You have a gambling problem. No kidding. That game was awful. I was telling my wife that the Chargers PAT had more points on that play than the entire Vikings Raiders game to that point. Yeah. Because they did not kick that field goal until inside the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. Minnesota is seven and six. How? How did they ever win seven? That, it's how? De- it's, How'd we ever win eight? It's a miracle. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Josh Dobbs, oh, Rocket Man, back to Earth. The Pastronaut. 
come crashing back to earth as he got benched. We'll go around the NFL in a little bit. But the Broncos beat the Chargers 24-7 to at SoFi Stadium, and it was all Buckeyes early for the Broncos. Deep drop to the goal line, throws a ball that is deflected at the line of scrimmage, and I think it is intercepted, intercepted by Jonathan Cooper. It's on the opposite end of the field. That ball deflected as Herbert was right at the goal line when he threw it, and I think it was Baron Browning who got a hand on it, and when he did it, deflected right to Jonathan Cooper, and the Broncos first down and goal now at the Charger four-yard line. Uh, real quick aside, and we'll get back to being on topic here. Uh-huh. Some of my favorite Bronco radio highlights happen when they play at the Chargers mm-hmm. with Rick Lewis. Like, wow, get a load of this guy. They sure love their owner here in San Diego. His name's on the field in four separate places. Well, Dave he Logan did just goes, die. He did just die. And then the fact that at SoFi, the visiting radio booth is it's essentially awful. in Irvine. <laughs> The visiting, it's not even parallel to the sidelines. It's in the, like, back they corner of the They might as well end. still be in San Diego. <laughs> as far away from some of the plays as they are. That's it is so far awful. It's like they forgot. It's like, oh, crap, yeah, we need visiting radio here. It's funny. So Denver's social media, Bronco social media does little clips of Dave's calls with the... From him, like... From his point yeah. of view. And it's called As I Saw It... Which with is, Dave Logan. Which is just the name, not because That's he just, actually sees it. Yeah, it's just the name. So I'm interested to see what that, what this week's clip looks like because, again, they were on the other end of the field. What I would do, I would do, I would get a vif- video of a near map post <laughs> on Instagram. That's the satellite overhead. Yep. Because it's the... <laughs> You know that thing with there's a certain point in the Pacific where you're closer to the space station than you are any humans on land? Right. That's kind of what Dave Logan and Rick Lewis felt like from the corner of SoFi Stadium. Anyway, that sets up the Javante Williams touchdown run. Wilson sends Mims in motion. They run it right side. Javante with a nice cut. Javante to the goal line. Touchdown, Denver. For Javante Williams, that is his first rushing touchdown of the year. And with 4.55 left in the opening quarter, the Broncos in front, 6 nothing at SoFi. First rushing touchdown in almost two seasons Yeah, for Javante Williams as he got in. But the Broncos' defense came to play. It was Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning on the interception. Jaquan McMillan coming up big yesterday multiple times against the Chargers. Deep in the pocket, Herbert is going to be hit, and Herbert will be sacked inside the 30-yard line. That is Jaquan McMillan. Jaquan McMillan with the sack, his second in two weeks, loss of 10 on the play. Brings up a third down now, third and 15 from the 32-yard line. Jaquan McMillan, two hits on the quarterback. He had a sack, two tackles for loss, and a pass defensed for the Broncos defense as uh, he came up huge. Also coming up big, the oft-overlooked Lucas Kroll. Shotgun snap, five-man pressure. Russ in the pocket, throws the ball. He's got a wide-open receiver. Kroll with the catch inside the 20. Spins out of bounds inside the 15 by Alohi Gilman. 
That is Lucas Kroll's first catch, and it goes for 35 yards. He was wide open. Personal foul, grabbing the face mask. Defense, number 32. That was on the tackle as Lucas Kroll gets his first NFL catch. I have and no idea who that is. His first ever defender chiropractic adjustment. Because he was got the face mask yanked around. So it's very nice, very good. Uh, two things at once, Travis Kelsey commercial nod, because I saw that three times during the game yesterday. That had to be a lot of fun for Broncos fans. Oh, yeah. And then one of the receivers who actually showed up and earned his paycheck yesterday, Cortland Sutton. I tried to find the sound of Russ throwing it away and Sutton on the sidelines with the one-hander, but they didn't have that in the highlight database. But ah. they did have this one-hander. Russ takes the snap, looks for his left, now looks for his right, forever to throw the ball. Steps up, now throws a deep ball. He wants Cortland Sutton in the end zone. Cortland goes up and makes the catch. Touchdown, Denver. Penalty flag thrown. Michael Davis will get a pass interference call as Cortland, much like an NBA power forward, just blocked out Davis, caught the ball. From here, it looked like with one arm. That is just a great job of understanding the strength you have as a big wide receiver. And Russ is still in the pocket in Los Angeles. The whole team came back to Denver last night. Russ and the offensive line still standing there. Still. The Chargers pass rush just could not get to him. And Broncos beat the Chargers 24-7. to One more snap, and uh, Russell Wilson takes a snap and a knee. Some handshaking in the middle of the field. Brandon Staley embracing Sean Payton, but the Broncos have come to Los Angeles, and in convincing fashion, they have beaten Los Angeles Chargers by a final score of 24-7. to We didn't get the last touchdown because, again, they didn't have it in the database. But that drive that they took over, that seven-minute drive, they just down the field, just plop, 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 five, eight yards at a time. And the receiver who caught it was so Adam open. Troutman. Troutman was like, I, it was stupid how open he was. They're, like, they had an ISO on him. They, whoever the director was for CBS was great yesterday. Yeah. Because they had some fantastic camera shots. But they had an ISO on him that whole play, and as soon as he released from the line of scrimmage, there was not a single charger in the frame. Nope. Like, you cannot get more wide open than that from the 10. I could have gotten open if that were the I case. I could have gotten open, because they had one defender, and he kind of leaks out towards the corner, the pylon, and Troutman's just like, uh, okay. And so Russ just, beep. I can't remember where I heard it, but it was, they were talking about that play. Whoever the defender was has a choice. Yeah, he made the wrong one, no matter what choice it was. Apparently, the the choice he had was to either go, I believe it was into the backfield, go after the quarterback, or drop back into coverage, and apparently did neither. (laughs) So you know what it felt like? It felt like whoever was playing the game on Madden accidentally cycled onto that player. Right. And had the joystick in the wrong direction. Yeah. Because... They could have ran with Troutman. They could have come up on Russ, and they chose neither. Yeah. He, like, did a 45-degree angle back towards the front pylon where there was nobody there. It's like, I'm going to go cover the social media guy that Tyreek Hill got fired. That's pretty much all he was doing. And Troutman was wide open, just right up the seam, and Russ is like, this is the easiest touchdown I'll have in my entire life. And he throws it, pitch, catch, 
and made it happen. If that was Jerry Judy, it hit him in the face, both hands, <laughs> a knee, and then fall incomplete. Left shoulder pad, right yeah. shoulder pad. They would be able to sing the song Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes where that ball hit Jerry Judy before it falls incomplete. And then, uh, yeah, so absolutely wide open. But on top of that, that's that's a coach that knows what he's doing. We give Sean Payton a lot of grief. Look, right, okay, look. We give Sean Payton a lot of grief for all that Sean Payton is. Well, look. Well, look, okay, you know, yeah. football, look. All look. right. That was a ballsy play call, and he perfectly he set up the Chargers. Yeah. Like, they ran the ball, run, run to the right, run to the right, run to the right, full house backfield, play fake right, Adam Troutman is wide open. Like, Adam Troutman could live by himself and be closer <laughs> to people than he was on that play. Yeah, yeah. Just absolutely ridiculous, and then... The Broncos just get the job done. Easton Stick, man, they got a backup quarterback problem in Los Angeles. Justin Herbert's finger broken, and he's out for a while. Maybe the rest of the year I haven't seen officially, but I haven't either. He's out. He's out for a time now. When he came in, the backup quarterback, my exact thought was, I've already forgotten his name. Like, who the hell is Easton Stick? I I knew Easton Stick because I love that name. You always remember these random names. Right. But, yeah, it was definitely a little bit of, mm, this is not good. You're like, oh. <laughs> and then he goes out there and he throws the ball. And it's a little, you suck at this. Yeah. <laughs> not not great. I feel bad for Easton Stick because he's, God bless him. He tried. He, he tried hard. And he's going to have a new coach at some point because Brandon Staley. Oof. Dead man walking. Oof. Yeesh. Now, the question is, do you fire him now yes. to get a head start on the coaching process, or do you do you wait it out because you don't want to create any more problems in the locker room than you already have? Well, he flat out said, what, two, three weeks ago, where I'm going to call the defensive play, so stop asking the question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're gone, son. Sorry. You're Sorry. Pre-canned. You can finish going through puberty somewhere else because he's, a, as my wife says, he's a baby. Like, yeah, he is. He's going to be a fired baby here in about two weeks. He gone. Yeah, I absolutely would get rid of him now. I don't know if you get a jump start on the process, but maybe you can get a little bit of revitalization. Look at the uh, look at the Raiders. Like, they didn't win. They didn't play particularly well yesterday, but they at least feel like a threat. Right. You know. They only lost by three yesterday. They were they, they were in that game. <laughs> and with that being said, it is time to go around. The latest on the Broncos and the league. It's around the NFL on the Jim Davis Show. Yes, we go around the NFL. We check in on games upon games upon games. Each and every game from around the NFL. Now, I did not... Okay, I see where you have the highlights. So we will get to those, and hopefully this will sound nice and smooth. We start off in hot Atlanta. Hot. Yes. I had a sneaking suspicion about the Bucks, but this game was way too close for my liking for a little bit of time. 
but Tampa Bay pulls it out a 29-25 win over the Atlanta Falcons. Both teams are 6 and 7. Baker Mayfield 14 to 29, 144, two touchdowns for Shad White over the century mark rushing. Desmond Ritter, he he looked all right. Yeah. 26 of 40, 347 a touchdown, an interception, and uh they handed Bijan Robinson the rock 10 times. 34 yards and a touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons. They win or they lose at home by a score of 29 to 25. Your uh, former Buckeyes quarterback, CJ, or uh, not CJ Stroud, Justin Fields. Yeah. Doing yeah. pretty good work against the fighting kneecaps. Look of the at Detroit all the Lions. Buckeyes yesterday. I know, right? Uh, anyway, this was one of the uh, highlights from the Bears' 28-13 win over the Lions. And he got the jump. It's a free play. Fields for more. Got him. Touchdown. Bears lead. That was clip. That, that clip was Fox. Take two. Take two. Clip courtesy of Fox. The Bears with a 28-13 win. Fields, 19 of 33, 223 yards, and that touchdown to DJ Moore. Bears are five and eight, and the journey to nine and eight starts now, as they posted on Twitter or X, whatever. Uh, Lions nine and four. Jared Goff not great, twenty of thirty-five, uh, one hundred and sixty-one yards. He did have a touchdown, but he also threw two interceptions. So we'll see how the rest of the season plays out for Detroit and the fight in kneecaps. Yeah, that uh, they got some help by the Cowboys yesterday, though bringing the Eagles back to the pack. We'll go through the full NFL playoff standings a little bit later on in the morning. The shores of the Ohio River. I thought Garner Minshew was going to play significantly better. Uncle Rico in Cincinnati. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Well, he could barely throw the football down the field. 26 of 39, 240. But Jake Browning, 18 of 24, 275, two touchdowns. He did have a pick. A.J. McCarron got some kneel down work as uh, he got into the game as the Bengals improved to seven and six. They're seven and six and last in the AFC North right now at seven and six. But they beat the Colts 34 14 Indianapolis falls to seven and six. There is a ginormous schmaz of teams from well, essentially the one seed to the 13 seed. And we'll get to that <laughs> right. later. I don't know if you caught it. The, the Jake Browning v Garner Minshew matchup was a rematch of the Apple Cup from a few years ago. That's right. So I didn't even put that together. That's absolutely right. So, you know, RIP Pac 12. Yep. All right. Uh, how about your brownies? Yeah. How about Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco looking like yeah. 2012 Joe Flacco uh, in a Browns uniform, no less. 26 of 45, 311 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Cleveland, though. A oh, sure mouth. <laughs> a dominating 31-27 win. Browns improved to 8-5. Jacksonville falls to 8-5. Trevor Lawrence, yikes. He threw the ball 50 times. Mm-hmm. 50. On a bad leg, and he had three picks. That's bad coaching. I'm sorry. That is just, that's straight bad coaching. 
yeah, it wasn't good, but they were behind early. Like three plays into the second quarter, they were in a 14 nothing hole. Then they were able to kind of pull even. But like we talked about how wide open Adam Troutman was. Right. So Joe Flacco, Flacco. and it was fourth and three from the Jags 41. And they called this play. I don't can't remember if it was play action, but David Bell, not the former Cincinnati Red son of Buddy Bell, former Rockies manager, football player David Bell released same play, essentially same part of the field, right? Up, and Flacco just zip and then tries to chase him to the end zone. Joe Flacco said, I was keeping up with it pretty good for an old man, which was hilarious. And look at my Browns getting another win thanks to everybody's favorite former Broncos quarterback, Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco, and the former Baltimore slash Broncos slash Jets quarterback. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. I just love when SVP does that to Tim Kirchin. That's so great. That's so fantastic. Anyway, moving on to Big Easy, New Orleans and the Saints. And I don't know why I clicked on that. I already had it open on a different tab. Derek Carr, 16 to 26, 119, two touchdowns. Again, former Buckeye Chris Olave, although depending on how his case goes, he may get his Buckeye in good standing revoked. Four catches, 28 yards, but he did have a touchdown. Jimmy Graham still playing football. He's got a touchdown yesterday as well. The Saints improved to six and seven, and the Panthers, my God, they suck. 28-6, Saints with the win. Sorry, Brace Gun. Sorry that your career is uh, not off to a great start. But, uh, you know, hopefully. Yowzers. Yeah. Uh, Houston Texans and New York Jets, not a great day for former Buckeye C.J. Stroud. Uh I don't believe that Nathaniel Hackett was coaching this game. I I just, I can't. Doesn't feel like The it. evidence doesn't support it. Zach Wilson of the Jets threw for 301 yards and two touchdowns. I don't think Russell to Wilson. Who? <laughs> uh, that's Three a, touchdowns to the who dethroned. Uh, two touchdowns. Oh, two touchdowns. And we're going to look this up now because uh, I had it. Uh, Randall Cobb. And uh, Brees Hall. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, C.J. Stroud, 10 for 23 and only 91 yards passing. Now, and a concussion. And a concussion. So uh, this game was not great in the first half since no team scored in the first half. And then all of a sudden the Jets coming out hot and the game that did feel like Nathaniel Hackett. That one, yes. They must have switched coordinators or something at, at halftime. Like, all right, you you done. Yeah. 30 to 6, the uh, Jets with the win over the Houston Texans. Texans now 7 and 6, Jets 5 and 8. You had Davis Mills coming in, 1 for 5, 4 mm. yards. That's it in replacement of the injured CJ Stroud. Quinn and Williams who uh, is a defensive player for the Jets and who was also on my fantasy bench yesterday. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a actually very fantastic game uh, for the Jets. He had uh, three tackles and, or no, that's, sorry, that's Quincy Williams. He had it's two tackles. Same mom. He had a sack uh, and a good overall defensive effort from the New York football Jets who get How the win. How about Mrs. Williams? 
right? Yeah, same mom, you know, so Quincy same mom, and Quinn. Same team. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't have to do the Donna Kelsey split team jersey thing. No. But we could probably stand to get more Mrs. Williams on TV and less Donna Kelsey. I'm just saying. Fair enough. I love Mama Kelsey, but I'm, a little, I'm done. Uh, also, nine catches, 108 yards for Garrett Wilson from the Ohio State. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're going to go to Baltimore where the O's and the Stro's and the Natty Bows and the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 24 of 43, 316, three touchdowns. And an interception. Matthew Stafford threw for 294. He threw three touchdowns. Cooper Cup, Davis Allen, Demarcus Robinson on the receiving end there. And wouldn't you know it, an appearance by Odell Beckham Jr. the third. Four catches, 97 yards, a touchdown. Isaiah Likely, he likely got into the end zone. Zay Flowers got into the end zone as well. But the Ravens win in overtime by a score of 37-31 thanks to a Tylen Wallace 76-yard punt return as the Ravens improve to 10 and 3 the Rams fall below 500 at 6 and 7 uh moving on thanks for sticking me with this one Minnesota <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> Las Vegas god this game sucked sucked out loud Vikings with a fourth quarter Oof field goal from greg joseph mind you he missed one earlier so it could have been six nothing mm -hmm. but nonetheless vikings get the win three nothing all right here's here's your stats from this was game a disgraceful performance that was it was it was thank you coach mora in this, my opinion that sucked this game this game 17 combined punts 17 punts Great football is about great football. You've got great football players playing great football. The Raiders the kind of football playing. The Raiders only had eight first downs. Minnesota doubled that with 16 first so downs. The key to the game is to score more points and tackle. Yards per play. Yards per play. Minnesota 3.3 yards per play. And they won. 3.8 yards per yep. play for Las Vegas. This game sucked. Oh, this is boring. It was, it was not good. So thank you. Thank you very little for, for sticking me with that one. <laughs> thank you so very little. Oh, it's so good. This game was a little bit better. Seahawks came out on fire. It looked like they were going to give them a, quite a bit of fight here. They led after the first quarter by a score of 10-7 to 7 over the San Francisco 49ers. But alas, oh, that one's a little out. It was not meant to be as San Francisco reels off the next 21 points and 21 of the next uh, 27, I should say. They beat the Seahawks 28 to 16 for the Niners. Brock Purdy, 19 to 27, 19 completions, 368 yards, two touchdowns. So that's good. Debo Samuel, seven for 149 and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk, six for 126. George Kittle, three for 76 and a touchdown. Uh, oh, by the way, Christian McCaffrey, 16 carries, 145 yards. Jesus. Yeah, so nice offensive play, but you're hearing the calls. There's some of those people still out there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that they won 24 to 7 in Los Angeles. First road win in four years. But look at how Drew Luck played. Oh, yeah. You know, 27 of 30, 22 of 31, 269, 
two touchdowns, did throw two interceptions. But DK Metcalf, before he got shown the door, see ya, got a touchdown. And uh, Colby Parkinson got a touchdown as well. But the Niners are 10-3, and 28-16 win over the Sea Chickens. All right. I have the highlight of the touchdown that was not. Oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen is slowly but surely becoming this generation's Manning versus Brady, in yeah. my humble opinion. Uh, Even though we, both were in the, or at least Mahomes was in the league still with Manning, I think, right? Uh, Maybe uh, missed him no, by a year. Missed him by a year. Oh, okay. Um, he was with Brady. He lost to Brady in the season. This is also true. Anyway, neither here nor there. This was the touchdown that wasn't with uh, Jim Nance on the call. There's a flag down at the line of scrimmage as the pass is to an open Travis Kelsey who flings it back over to Tony. My goodness, this is going for a touchdown. This is uh, this is not a... What? Uh, Tony, Tony Romo's word vomit notwithstanding, he is, he is correct. This is not a... This is not a is true because that touchdown was called back because Kadarius Tony was offsides. Now I got Chiefs radio. I heard that this morning. They're like, ah! oh. oh, it was so funny. Now here's here's a bit of a I don't want to say funny quote because it's not funny. It's a it's the referee at the uh-huh. end of the game trying to explain the reason for the call and. So he basically said, here's the deal. Normally, if a player like that is lined up in a position where they're probably, like an offensive player, if they're lined up like that, like a receiver, lined up too close or too Mm -hmm. far in front, they would normally give them a warning. However, this was what the ref said. Because Tony was so far in front that the play was beyond warning, so that's why they threw the flag. Yeah, like, if he's in a gray area, they're going to give the warning. Tony also needs to check. He does. He he was, like, his full front foot was ahead of the football. Like, how do you not see that? Carl Sheffers, uh, the referee, saying this one was literally beyond warning. Yeah, it, and a lot of people were like, oh, it's fake. He called offsides. You can't be offsides as an offensive. Yes, yes you, you can. Because he was. Because he he was yeah. lined up well in front of the football. And I they just showed it on Good Morning Football, that play again. Still, damn, what a throw by Travis Kelsey. Right? Like, on the run, on the money, just a perfect zip spiral. Jeepers creepers, what a throw. Yeah. Anyway. We move on to Sunday night football, the last game of the night, and it was the Dallas Cowboys in the color rush taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, the Eagles, they, they did not look good. Dak Prescott looked pretty good, 24-39, 271, two touchdowns, 59 rushing yards for Tony Pollard, 46 rushing yards for Rico Doddle. I believe that's... Uh, somebody else in witness protection. I have no yeah. idea who uh, that Somebody is. else in witness protection. Leading receiver on the night, because of course he always is, Jake Ferguson. Five catches, 72 yards. CeeDee Lamb into the end zone. Former Ram Michael Gallup into the end zone. And the Cowboys move to 10-3. and three. 
on the season. They beat the Eagles by a score of 33-13. to 13. A pair of Monday night foosball games coming up tonight. Packers at the Giants. That game yeah. on ABC. The game we will have on the Team Sports Network. Titans at Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill with a triumphant return Ooh. to watch from the bench as yeah, Will Levi's yeah. quarterbacks the Titans against Tua Tonga-Viola, Tyreek Hill, and the Dolphins. That game uh, coverage starts 5.30 tonight on the Team Sports Network. That is around the NFL. We get you through every single game. We have some texts outstanding on the text line. We'll get to them in just a little bit. But right now, it's time for the number game. Let's play the number game on the Jim Davis Show. Yes. First correct answer on the text line, 970-242-1340. We'll get a case of Coors Banquet Beer, courtesy of our good friends over at High Country Beverage. Now, you must be over the age of 21. And if you've won within the last two weeks, please send it out. And if you don't want the prize, don't play the contest. Otherwise, if you are over 21, you've not won within the last two weeks, and you want to win, text in at 970-242-1340, the number I'm game. i drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. The, the answer is always a number. So if you say something like, the Gillette Stadium, that's hey, wrong. That's loser talk. That's, the, uh, that's not correct. The answer is always a number. But... Speaking of Gillette Stadium, Saturday's Army-Navy game held at Gillette in Foxborough, Massachusetts for the first time in its history. How many current NFL stadiums have hosted the Army-Navy game? How many current NFL stadiums have hosted the Army-Navy game? I think I know this one. Well, you can't win, unfortunately. But oh, and you don't even like beer that much, so I mean. But I mean, free free booze is still free. That's true. So anyway, yes. first, first correct, correct answer on the text line nine seven zero two four two thirteen forty wins with the number game. Craptastic. That's just crap. The team presents the Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Jim Davis Show, Buckeye and Baked Goods with you here. Little Chili Peppers bringing us back from the bake break. A B-team edition of the Jim Davis Show. Not going to stop. Don't stop until 10 o'clock. And then we will stop because by then we will have had enough. Do we have a winner for the number game? We do not. No, we do not yet. So I was off quite a bit, actually. I will ju- I'll tell the pile. My guess was two. And I was... Too low. Too low. I was uh, not a lot off. When you go from 28 to 2, that's kind of the range we're in, right? Because there's only 28 current or 30 current NFL stadiums. Right. Uh, So I was off that gap of 28. I was kind of-ish in the neighborhood. But I did nail... Almost all of them once you told me what the correct answer was. So we have guesses for two, yep. five, mm-hmm. 12. A little high. Three. Okay. And yeah, that's that's so 
So All everybody's kind of on the green. We're very close. Yeah. Hey. Uh, well, oh, do we have a winner? Well, we oh. have a, we have a correct answer. Okay. Whether let's, that's let's check whether that person's a winner. Uh, While we check the uh, the moratorium window, let's get to Russell Wilson with Dave Logan after the Broncos 24-7 win in Los Angeles. Head back down to the locker room, talk with the quarterback, Russell Wilson. Russell, it's Dave Logan. Congratulations. Um, hard-fought game, man. Uh, and I thought, uh, I, I thought you just had a nice mixture. You made some plays in the passing game. The running game made some plays. And I thought your defense today was really outstanding. Yeah, I mean, it was an amazing team effort. The defense was amazing. They made great play after play, uh, gave, us, gave us the ball. You know, I, I think offensive line did a tremendous job, you know, gets a good defensive line and stuff like that. And uh, obviously Khalil Mack's a special player over there, so we slowed him down. And I thought we ran the ball really well. Guys made play. I mean, how about Cortland Sutton's play? I mean, that was yep. unbelievable. I mean, if you, if you, if you uh, count the seconds, I don't know, I probably had about 35 seconds back there on that play. That's a tribute to the line. Yeah, I, 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 you know, yeah, I think they did a good go job. Ahead. I mean, I, yeah, I described the play as it was the longest I've seen you have maybe since you've been in Denver because you could basically go from Judy uh, to Cortland and count the house. It was it, tremendous protection on that play. Yeah, I mean, they, they let me go through the progression twice. I went one, two, three, four, five, back to <laughs> back to three, back to five, you know, and, uh, and sure, um, sure enough, Cortland makes a special catch. So, you know, and, and I think, the, the honestly, but I told Javante, you know, the, the third down, the play before, the two plays before, he made a key third down. We, you know, Khalil Mack came right up the field. I got got it to him hot. He made the guy miss, got the first down, and then here here we go, the next big play, you know. So that was key by him, too. I, I tell you who else made a big play. We don't talk a lot about him, but it was a third down play, and it was in that last drive, the touchdown drive. You went 75 yards, 13 plays. You, you took nearly seven and a half off the clock, and that was right after they answered with her touchdown in quick fashion. But Adam Troutman made a catch in the flat and then made a move on Derwin James on a third down and long. Yeah, I mean, he, he played a, he played a great game. He was blocking well. He was communicating well, making great catches, making first downs. It was, you know, that's that's how we want to play. We want to be a physical team. We want to be able to make explosive plays. We want to be clutch when we need to be clutch. And, uh, listen, I, I think the reality is that we're 6-1. and one. I told you guys we're 6-1 and one now. We've got four games to go. That's that's our mentality. We're 6-1 and one with four games to go. Let's keep going. You know what? I'll, I'll get you out of here with this. When I was doing your uh, your pregame show, and I said, you know what? You've battled through. You've had some ups and downs. And you said, you know what? We've had more ups and downs. Uh, we're five and one in the last six, and now you're six and one in the last seven. Yeah, it's just, it's um, you know, we're we're on our way. Yeah, I think we, the thing is we got to stay humble and hungry, like I told you last time, and that's just the truth. We got to keep working. I thought we had our best week of practice this week, and uh, we showed up, and that, that showed out tonight. Yep, Russ, congratulations. Thank you, guys. Go Broncos. Appreciate it. That's Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson in the locker room. Again, forgot to trim the heads and tails off that one, but that's okay. Russell Wilson with a little bit of humor. I had 38 seconds back there. And I'll, you know what? I'll allow it. Sometimes, Russ, his dad jokes are kind of like, mm. yeah, okay. But I'm a big fan of dad jokes, so I'll allow it. I am very, uh, very amused by the post-game interview with Russell Wilson. Did we ever nail down whether our correct answer was indeed our winner yes and now ladies and gentlemen the winner of the contest it's another winner on the team sports network kellen correctly answering six stadiums have hosted the the smartest man alive six nfl stadiums have hosted the army navy game you you and i were guessing during the commercial break do you think you can remember what your uh 
Guesses were? Yes. Gillette. That's one. Lincoln. Yep. FedEx. Yep. MetLife. Yep. Soldier Field. Yep. M&T Bank in Baltimore. That's the one. There you go. And so, Kellen, congratulations. He is victorious with the number game. And uh, he gets a case of Coors the Banquet. And uh, we'll have Stadium Cinema coming up tomorrow. That is also going to be on your plate. And uh, you can have a small antipasto salad courtesy of Junction Square on your plate if you win. Uh, do we have a phone call or do I go to the Sean Payton post-game sound? Well, we have Sam and Fruta, so... Uh-oh. Oh, Sam. Sam, I know they lost to the Flyers 5-4. to four, But, hey, Broncos won right. That should be a little bit of a smile on a Monday. Of course. Yeah, there you go. We have we're having a good Monday, yep. pretty muchly. Pretty uh, I'm not yeah. not too impressed with the Avalanche. Uh, things just don't seem to be going right. They feel off, don't they, a little bit? Yeah, and, and you know they look so good to start with, and it's just uh, it, it's just not clicking. And so, uh, don't buy your playoff tickets yet. Well, I mean, come on, they're going to make the playoffs. Well, I, I, I think they will, but the way they're playing, I don't think they're going to get into the finals this year, I'm afraid. Um, you know, I think uh, I think one Broncos player's question was should have been answered over the weekend. I, I think Jerry Judy ought to pull his head out and realize, hey, this is why they aren't throwing to me, because I can't catch. I can't get my feet down in the end zone. He is overrated oh 100 percent agree you know he's been alligator arms ever since i've watched him play you know they hit him in the hands what twice yesterday on yep. long passes and he couldn't hold on to him he gets in the end zone and forgets to drag his toe uh, the guy the guy shouldn't be disappointed that he's not getting his chances because he blows his chances i agree and I know the one where Russ was scrambling and he threw it towards the sideline. He's got to spin around. And that's a difficult catch for, like, us. That should not be a drop by a number one NFL wide receiver. And then the touchdown, I'm with you. Like, at this point, how do you not just drag your feet? And they talked about it on the broadcast. It was either Matt Ryan or one of the Barber twins. Like, that should be just the way you operate near the sidelines, no matter where you're at in the field, let alone the end zone. Yeah. It's, uh, hey, I, I have hope. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, well, number one, we're going to play the Chargers again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to get Easton <laughs> Stick a second time. Yeah. So, but anyway, it, it was a decent weekend, uh, hockey aside. Um how did the uh, how how did the game go at uh, at the ice rink this weekend? I think it was Friday night was the first uh, uh, Chassa yeah. the, high school uh, hockey game. The good guys won, not to spoil prep stars, but the good guys won. Sam, good, good, yeah. good. I hope they had a good crowd there. It it looked like it was pretty awesome. Good. It looked like it was a fun environment, and look, uh, Caprock picked up a one nothing win. That's great. Hey, you guys have a good day. Thanks, Sam. Take care. Yeah, Sam checking in from Fruta. Buoyed a little bit by the Broncos' win, although 
Jerry, Judy, and the Avalanche making him just squeak out a tear or two. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. So we have uh, Sean Payton with Dave Logan. That's coming up in just a little bit. Uh, We will push four down territory probably to next hour. Up next, it's uh, Mighty Mavs and Prep Stars on the Jim Davis Show. Call or text the Jim Davis Show on the Chick-fil-A team line. 970-242-1340. Welcome back to the Jim Davis Show. Buckeye and Baked Goods with you here on a B-Team edition. And we hop right into Prep Stars. Do you have that? Um, maybe. Uh, I thought I had it. Oh, bummer. Okay. You, oh, here it is. There we go. It's time to let the stars shine. It's Prep Stars on the Jim Davis Show. All right, and we have Prep Stars. I'm going to go with the Cap Rock Boys hockey team, including one player that attends Cap Rock. But thanks to Chasta and letting everybody in the Valley play, they win one nothing on Friday on the girls' side. Addie Air for the Fruit of Monument girls basketball team. Both Wildcats teams are undefeated. Girls, she got 18 points in Friday's route of Ponderosa, and my wallet just fell out of my pants. Good to know. Uh, my prep star is my wallet. Lady prep star, D51 Girls Wrestling Phoenix team, Shiley Tuzan, winning her second title in as many weeks. Woo! This time in the 155 weight class with a title win at the Grizzly Invitational in Denver. This weekend, my boy prep star, Fruit of Monument boys wrestler, Tatum Williams, the big man, in the heavyweight class with a pin, part of a very successful uh, wrestling weekend for the Fruit of Boys. And now it's time for Mighty Mavs. Yes, it is. The best of CMU sports. It's Mighty Mavs on the Jim Davis Show. All right, wallet's been recovered. We're back on the stool. I'm going with Christina Palmer from Indoor Track and Field. Women, uh, on the women's side, she won the shot put at the Mountaineer. Uh, invite up in Western. My, and, sorry, sorry, on the men's side, right. my bad. I'm going to go with the men taking top four spots in the 800-meter run at the Mountaineer. My Mighty Mavs for uh, the week, the Lady Mavs, Josie Stedman, CMU women's hoops off the bench, <laughs> going off from beyond three against both UCCS and Regis. And then my male Mighty Mav, Isaac Jessup, Saturday leading and scoring against Regis, four for four, shooting. And every time he made a three-point shot, it allowed me to use a quote on the play-by-play from a few good men. Isaac Jessup. The code red, yeah. Did you order the code red? Yes, Caught he did. that a little bit. It was, so. it was fantastic. Had a really early bang. You did, too, on Saturday. I noticed that. That's yeah, because... Okay. You couldn't you couldn't do that later in the game because there was there was no banging to be done really. <laughs> no. You had to get him in early, which yep. that could have been a good call, could have been a bad call. But right now it is time for. Was it. that a good call or did they totally blow it? It's good call or bad call. Yes, good call or bad call. Brought to you by Brown's Cremation and Funeral Services. Uh, it's a good call to call Brown's if you have to make that call at any point over the course of things. You don't want to be. Uh, you know, kind of caught off guard. You don't want your family to be caught off guard with uh, your untimely passing and things not taken care of. Call Brown's Cremation of Funeral Services today. We talked about it a little bit. Bill Belichick did the headgear. I'm going to go good call on yeah. Bill. Going with the headgear, just what an 
an entertaining appearance by Bill Belichick on college game day. Absolutely. Uh, good call, bad call. Patrick Mahomes post-game handshake, the actual actual handshake with Josh Allen. Now, the call itself for offsides, take it or leave it. He was offsides. That's the mm-hmm. good call. Uh, bad call on Patrick Mahomes' part to, like, it's you're, he goes up to Josh Allen, and that's what he says. Not, hey, good game. Yeah. We'll see you in the playoffs. You know what? That's frustrated, but we'll bounce back. Blah, that's blah, blah. where I'm with you. Yeah. Like, the play was a good call because he was offsides, and I think Patrick, if he goes and walks, watches it he's gonna eat a little crow and i'm with you that say that to your own guys you know you don't which he did i I have a very very big problem with the you know you lose and you go up to the guy who beat you and then you're like well you know you be gracious nothing hurts nothing hurts you to be gracious in that particular time yeah that'll do it that's good call bad call brought to you by our friends over at Brown's Cremation and Funeral Services. Third hour coming up. We'll talk a little NFL playoff standings. We'll talk more on Shohei going to the Dodgers. Ten years, $700 million in store for Shohei Otani to make over the next decade. We'll talk about that. Hour three of a B-Team edition of the Jim Davis Show continues next.